head over to miniaturemarket.com where you can find thousands of board games at discounted prices like Bumuntu. Hello my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here. Today it's all about the animals, the zebras, the rhinos, the lions, the giraffes, the tarantulas, you name it. Because we're going to be adapting to the animal civilization uh, from the descendants of the Congo area of Africa. Today, we are taking a look at Bumuntu, which essentially means civilization. This is a set collection game with some abstract strategy layers on top of it. It is a family game for two to five players. It takes about 30 minutes to play from WizKids. Let me show how it's played. I'll see you on the other side. All right, let's first talk about what I liked about this game. First of all, great presentation meaning the art, the tiles, etc. You know, the tiles, they were big, beefy, nice, heavy tiles. Feels like you got a good quality game here. The art and graphic design in this game is awesome. I mean, just the way that they sort of colored the animals, uh, you could definitely tell which ones are which, but it's like, it has this just nice look and appeal to it. Uh, it's very aesthetically pleasing. I love the set collection in this game. I like set collection in general, and I like sort of majorities. And so you're trying to do that. You're collecting different animals, you're collecting different icons. Uh, and I like that aspect of it. The fluctuating market here, it's essentially like an economic game in a way, because you are changing the market that is essentially turning you into points, not money. But it, I love that feeling that you're, you're trying to decide what to do, what to go for. You're going for certain animals that are up high, uh, or you're going to try to slide in some of those lower, maybe the mid-range animals, and then focus on fluctuating that market later. Or you're going to focus on the masks, or you're going to focus on the crosses. Lots of different choices for how simple this game this is. That fluctuating market is awesome. You are, it is a tug of war, and it is a, a bloodbath over that market throughout the game. Uh, collecting the animals for majority is fun, uh, but you're also sometimes collecting for animals, uh, sorry, for bananas, which is going to give you more you know, flexibility. Because, you know, if someone pushes you off using their crocodile or the, the, the rhinoceros, you know, you're gonna need those bananas in order to, the food in order to sort of set yourself back up. And so I, I like that aspect that there's, there's just, there's always something in, uh, incredibly interesting to do on your turn. Uh, and I love that your thinking turns ahead. I think in one of the examples, I was like, look, I have my next two turns planned out what I'm trying to do. Let's see what happens with the market. Let's see what happens with other players, if they're gonna move me or not. But I have two, you know, my next two turns in advance before I even move there. I love like trying to link the abilities of those animals for those successful turns, successive turns. It's it's so fun to be like, oh, okay, I'll take the, the chimpanzee diagonal to here. That'll get me a mask and fluctuate the market for the chimpanzee, keeping them up there. Uh, then I'm going to be able to take this rhino that's going to allow me to run all the way to the end. That's going to give me a lion. That's going to make me move three this way to get this that I need. And it's just like, it's just really cool thing. And sometimes if you're focusing on one animal, it's like, oh, I'll take this giraffe three to here and then two to here and then one to here. I'll get three giraffes in a row because it's kind of high. But other people are going to be thinking that too. And it's just, it's so fun to look at the board and look at those patterns and it just makes my brain so happy the way that the, the, the patterns of how they all work. And once you know the animals by heart, the game opens up so much and there's just so much strategy and tactics in this game. Uh, it's, it's one of those games that, that I think has infinite replayability value because you're using different animals, but every game has the setup is different. Plus you've got the, the group dynamics of what people are going for. I like that you're only using eight of the 10 animals, uh, which essentially, again, gives the variability of the game way up. Uh, and it does give you different experiences too, because if you don't like as much when people interact with others of moving them, you could take two of those animals out. There'll be less of that. 
I love the hidden aspects, keeping things behind your shield. That's always a fun thing to do. And in this game, it just keeps the AP out of it. You kind of have to keep track of what people are doing in your head, um, but it keeps the AP down, the analysis paralysis, keeps the turns moving fast. I like that. Speaking of that shield, what a great player aid and shield. So often in my reviews, the first negative thing I say is, well, they didn't have a player aid for this, or the player aid didn't have this on there. This one's amazing, so I want to point it out. It's big, it, it, it hides everything for players, but man, it has all the abilities very clear in there, which you really need in this game to learn it because you know it's not hard to learn. After three games, you'll pretty much know what all the animals do pretty well without looking. You might have to check, double check you know, a couple times here or there after that. But man, this shield is great. Great job with the scoring, the turn uh, order, uh, and, and, and all the animals, what they do. So overall, I love, love, love this game. This is one of my favorite games I've played all year that have come out. I mean, it, I like it that much. And everyone else I played it with also feels the same way. And I'm not just playing this with families and lighter gamers. I've played this with people that like deep strategy games and they're like, wow, this packs a punch in a short amount of period. I really like it. Anything negative I can say? Well, you can take two animals out, but there'll always be at least two in there that have that sort of, not maybe a take that, but more like moving things, which the game is about. It's, it's, it's a mean game. So I like having those in there, but you, can, you can't totally take out the ones that affect other people, but you can indirectly affect them anyways by going places where they can't move through and things like that. So the slight negative is you can't completely remove the take that, but it's really a very minor quibble here because there's already indirect interaction like that anyway. Um, the other thing is my, the bigger issue I have with the game is I would like to, the mask scoring, um, is huge and it feels very different in different player counts in that regard. Now the game itself scales very well, but this one item, I wish they would have scaled differently. For example, in a two player game, if you're not watching the other player, they can quickly and easily jump around and get all the masks and just destroy you. So you you got to be you know cognizant of that and be like, okay, I got to get at least three, maybe four of these to keep it somewhat even. Um, but in a five-player game, it's a lot harder to get those masks, a lot of them, because there's just so many other turns in between yours. But the point scoring is the same, which means it's not that important in five-player game because everyone's going to get, like, you know, you know, just one or two of them, if that, uh, unless someone's really going hard for it. But even if they go hard for it, other players, there's so many tiles getting scrounged up, it's just not enough to make that tick up. So I would have liked to have seen a different point amount for the masks for the different player counts. I would like to see it scale better so that's just as interesting at each player count. Not overpowered at two and not lackluster at five. Uh, other than that, oh my gosh, I love this game. I gotta tell you, this game, if it had German rules and was out in Germany and is going to be by the end of the year, WizKids, please either put this out in Germany or find a partner to do so. I think this game hands down should be nominated for, for a Spiel des Jahres award. That's how highly I think of this game. It's exactly what that type of game tries to do, which is bring families together and have an, an easy rule set, but tons of depth to have lots of fun. This game's fantastic. Bamutu, you gotta check it out. Uh, this is from WizKids, this is, and, and because, I, because of all this, obviously I'm keeping it in my gaming library, which means I need to get rid of something. So in honor of that, we're gonna induct it into my gaming library with a saxophone serenade. This has been the Game Boy Geek, breaking down barriers, growing relationships through board games by helping you find the next one you'll love. Did you miss the Game Topper 2.0 Kickstarter? Have no fear, it's not too late to get in on the ultimate gaming accessory. 
Convert your table into a high-quality gaming table with a fully portable game topper system and take advantage of some of the best 3mm premium gaming mats in the industry. New styles, new sizes, and new accessories can be yours. Upgrade every game you play by late backing now at GameToppersLLC.com.